I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. We had a card last week, and we have a card this week. And um, that's about the excitement level uh, we have for this week's card. It's, it's not the greatest card, but we are here to talk about last week's card, which was really, really not not great. was not a great card. Uh, good finish, bad card. Um, and this week's card is um, headlined by Michelle Watterson. So if that just really, really goes into it. And ladies always bring it. Yeah, Michelle they, Watterson and Macy Barber is my dream fight. All right. I just want to see those two jabbing at each other. Cool. Both are outside of the little octagon on either side, well, trying to land their jab. Just the, distance the, management. Is the thing I, I don't understand when the UFC does things like this. So like we're going to watch the fights on Saturday, right? Like any MMA yep. fan who watches the fights every Saturday is going to watch the fight Saturday. If I'm a casual fan, right? I'm, you know, I don't watch very much. Maybe I just tune in for the co-main event in the main event towards the end of the night, Saturday, whatever. If I'm flipping through my guide and I see Waterson, I don't even know the other girl's name, Rodriguez, is that it? Yeah, yeah correct. If I see Waterson Rodriguez. I'm probably not going to turn the card on because as a casual fan who hasn't done, he hasn't looked at the card, I'm going, if that's the main event, I'm out, right? I understand Jeff Neal and Magny aren't big names, but they're people that casual fans have definitely heard of, that they've definitely seen. They've seen fight in big fights. They've seen them in, you know, on big cards. They were both in main events in their last fight. So (laughs) don't they understand that they're, they're, they're literally losing viewers. You're going to see, and also you're going to see the co-main event have decent numbers and then drop down completely. Like it's, I don't get why they keep pushing this narrative on their fans that don't want to see it. Magni Magni Neal is like good half, fight. It's his, half. Name's, his name's Neil Magni Wes. It's not Magni Neal. <laughs> hey. He's gonna get it. Hey. But that that fight is literally like half of all like fight night main events. Like that's literally what they give you on most yeah. of those cards. They what got it sit, staring at them right in the face, and yeah. they. It, I don't know what it is with Waterson. It, it's like I don't know why she gets. Uh, we'll, we'll talk I, about I, it. But I she, think they believe she has a bigger following than she does. She has no following except on exactly. Instagram. Looking at her pictures, like exactly. not anything else. I think that. the UFC literally just does not give a fuck. And uh, the cherry that's on true. top is hopefully the Canelo fight syncs up with uh, this main that, event. That's what the, ca- that's what the casuals are going to do. The casuals are going to steal the Canelo fight. That, that's what the casuals are going to do. That's what I'm going to do. There were so I'm many gonna ways. <laughs> there were so many ways to go, right? Like you had the, the Magni Neal fight, I think is the obvious choice. Gregor uh, CDF way better fight like that's a better mm-hmm. fight Cowboy against anybody yeah, like not, Cal- not anybody they could have picked somebody not alex moreno i didn't understand yeah. that that choice like cowboys the point of his career like what is the are they pushing moreno because i know people were raising their hand like if they could have got a well-named not even a good guy someone with a name they could have made cowboy versus insert name that's not alex someone you know right that could have been the main event 
the Waterson fight, there's no one's interested in that. No one cares about that fight. As a zero, also has no chance of being good because it's Michelle Waterson. Yes. So I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, the, like <laughs> I, I think it would have been Diego Cowboy would have been the main event if not that yeah. whole. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, well, I mean, like, like Sean said, they don't care. They're no. just spitting out content. They but, don't give a shit. That's what it but is. But you know who is going to care, right? It, it's ESPN. Like when when they see like these cards like have this big drop because of a main event, like they're getting UFC gets paid to bring viewers, right? So if we're, if they're not getting the viewers because of a bad main event, Cowboy versus Moreno would do way better, you know, viewership wise. Now Moreno, whatever, but like Cowboy's Cowboy. If you're flipping yep. by the channels and you're a casual and you see the name Cowboy on, you're probably gonna turn it on. I'm, like, I'm it. excited to watch. I know he's washed or worst, as Wes likes to say, but. I still want to watch Cowboy. He's gonna, Cowboy. he's gonna win this fight. He's I think gonna win, man, he's gonna win I mean, this fight, and maybe yeah. that's why, right? Like maybe that's why they, you know, they gave him some random. I feel like they could have, like, found someone with a bigger name who also is oh, not definitely great. Yeah. But they probably also didn't want to pay anybody either. But you know, and, and also, there you go. And you know, there you, you know, West. Cowboys taking that fight against anybody on five days too. Oh yeah, they, yeah. it doesn't it's matter. Fair. He's not gonna pull out. No. Probably you're gonna have to pay the other guy. Moreno's doing that shit for what, fifteen and fifteen or some dumb the, shit like same that. Same amount as he always makes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Lance, you made one mistake in saying that uh, the UFC or ESPN wants the UFC to bring in viewers. ESPN wants the UFC for ESPN Plus subscribers, and yeah, it doesn't matter the what they put on for the main event. Uh, is, is, is this on ESPN Plus? Everything I think this one's on ESPN, ESPN Plus, but this, this one's, one's on ESPN. ESPN. But everything's simulcast on ESPN Plus. Yeah, well, this thing is ESPN, so they do care about. Well, me. they they care about what ESPN does. They care Not about. For, I mean, based on the last couple ESPN cards, seems yeah. like they're just putting out content. Like last um, week. Well, I yeah. mean, <laughs> I, I think ESPN cares what their numbers will be on their actual channel. But, but they, I think they care. Like Brad said, I think they care about like they make way more money on on ESPN. Well, yeah, ESPN plus but at the same time, they do on other shit, right? Yeah, but TV network TV is all about advertising. Right. You get more viewers. money for advertising the more viewers you get. So if they were getting a card that does True. you know two million viewers versus a million viewers, that is a that is, it is a big difference for ESPN. Especially and, Saturday night with other sports that are you know like there's going to be yep. an NBA game on. There's going to be uh, baseball, baseball on. They yep. want eyes on their sport they're showing on Saturday night. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think it's the UFC doing it on purpose. And I don't think it's it's truly they don't care. They have since the beginning overestimated WMMA. <laughs> they think people want to see this. They think you get one good you know women's fight uh, like a month if you're lucky, and then they just talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. And they literally think this is the fight that draws. And it's like the whole Maldonado fight. Like, come on, you know. And now this in Waterson versus what Hill was the main event, and then we get this one. It's they they there's this hand there's probably five or six um women in the UFC that they think draw really well that they don't. Like we see the numbers. They do not. They don't draw well. Holm is a perfect example. They think she's this superstar. She's not. She people remember her because she knocked out Rousey and then completely forgot about her. So I guess is that a star? I mean the the greatest <laughs> the greatest women's fighter ever that actually finishes chicks, knocks chicks out and shit. Doesn't draw like no. about the best one that you could watch and enjoy. Yeah. 
No one literally knows. can't draw a fucking eyeball. Ask, you know, ask a, a not, I wouldn't say a casual fan. Ask a non MMA fan if they know who Amanda Nunez is. The answer is no. Ask a non MMA fan if they know Ronda Rousey. The answer is yes. And there was that difference, and they think they can find the the Rousey again. It's just not happening. There there is no other Rousey because Nunez has proved that she's outrageously exciting. She's by far the best ever, but no one gives a shit about watching her. And I think it's also a competition thing at this point where even for like hardcore fans, like I don't get up for Nunez fights because I know it's not going to be fun. It's going to be a quick finish and it's not competitive. She's fighting Juliana Pena next. (laughs) Yeah. Give me a break. No, is that for real? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Did they actually do that? Yeah. Yeah. I thought I saw a video where Bisping was on a podcast this week or last week uh, saying that they're going to close down the featherweight division mm-hmm. after whatever fight is coming up. Yeah. Um, and I've got a way to save the women's featherweight division. All right. Mm. So Invicta is gone. It's not on fight pass anymore. So what they need to do is they need to start up their own promotion called Convicta. They go to women's prisons. Mm. They find the baddest bitch in there. Yeah. And they, they've got a tournament where they fight and the winner gets to fight Amanda Nunes. That's not a bad I, idea. I'm interested. Right? Right? Me up. That's not a, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> that does better ratings than the next ultimate fighter. I guarantee it. Double. Yeah. That'd do double, maybe triple the ratings. Could they have, could they have Dana, found give me a meeting, Eric. Dana. I just need 45 <laughs> minutes, man. Could, could they have found a worse? pairing of coaches for the ultimate fighter that hasn't been here in years like vanilla absolute vanilla definitely super super boring but um we did have a card last week we can go through it and also uh me wes and andrew are going to louisville for a casino in churchill downs in two and a half weeks so that's exciting way more exciting it's your fucking back it's it's gonna be yeah i'm living life again we're trying (laughs) (laughs) well i mean if you can if you can we finally got you, Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's been, it's been a few Only years. Only took a pandemic. How's that, you know how's that, how's that freedom feel, Lance? Yeah. How's that freedom feel, baby? <laughs> I, I figured oh, I once you guys running through my veins, India's going through it again, your cases would spike because you'd be like, no, 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 we can't let India beat us. <laughs> Oh, oh God. All right. Let's, let's go to this card last week. And I think we can go pretty quick. This yeah. card was dreadful. <laughs> it I was mean, real bad. Up until the main event, like, whoa, God, was it bad? Like, it was so bad. There, there was nothing good on it. The, the card from top to bottom was horrendous. But let's, let's start with, we'll go to the main event. Uh, cause that was exciting. Then we can go through the rest. Um, Yuri knocked out Reyes. Crazy spinning back elbow, awesome fight from start mm-hmm. to finish. And I, I think, I think Yuri is really, really good. I think 205 sucks. So no matter who he fights, he can win the belt. I don't think he's great. I, he has so many holes in his game. If Reyes doesn't decide when he has a, a guy wobbled and falling down, it's like, <laughs> this seems like a good time for the guillotine. Reyes probably, we might win that fight, you know, if he gets on top versus going for the guillotine. And Yuri is so hittable. He's, like Glover's gonna laugh at this man inside the cage. <laughs> like Yuri's gonna hit him with a spinning back fist, and, and Glover's gonna land on his back and pop up, grab an ankle, and that's that's a that's a wrap. But Yuri's exciting, but that guy has more defensive holes than I think I've ever seen from a, a top contender. But he's got offense. 
And it seems like he might have some cardio, which will take you a long, long Maybe. way. Do we know if he has cardio? He hasn't been to a third round. That, that, I mean, uh, that out. One of the, who who looks more gas, Reyes or fucking Yuri on Saturday? Yeah. Holy shit. That guillotine attempt will go in like the, the Matt Riddle uh, history book for fight <laughs> IQ. Oh my God. Yuri was yeah, badly that's... hurt from that. Oh yeah. yeah. And then that uh, kick I, hits. And I thought he was I mean, out. Props to the guy's recovery too, though. Like, yeah, I, I know mm-hmm. Reyes kind of did some dumb shit, but for Yuri to stay in that fight, like he was, he even said he was pretty much he was out. out. Twice. Yeah, he wow. was pretty much out. That's what you have to do at that level, though, man. Yeah. Like, you're gonna get now. Yeah, his he, he gets hit, but my God, does he put a pace his offense and, and his good. offense. The angles that he throws yep. shit from wild shit. is gonna fuck a lot of guys up, man. Yep. Just because they're not used to that shit. Um, that, that was a great fight, though, man. I'll give props to Reyes, dude, because yep. most guys shrivel up and die yep. in those kind of spots. That dude said, "Fuck it, I am going out and going out on my shield." Yep. But I, I like Yuri, man, and you're absolutely right. In that division, if you say that that guy couldn't be a champ. I don't know what to be champ. I, that, in that, my mind, that dude could absolutely uh, be a champ at two hundred five, and I, and besides that, those are the guys I want to watch fight. That yes, fuck, all, yeah, yes. that dude is fucking <laughs> awesome, man. Like yep. you don't enjoy that. I don't know what right. you're watching this shit for. Well, the whole thing with him, his not just his striking and his prowess and everything else. Like he's just a fun dude. Like look at yeah. this this psychopath, right? And <laughs> yep. Hats off to, to Reyes, man. Like that dude, his, his ate, stock went up for sure. He ate some of the most vicious shit I've ever seen. And man, like usually when a guy get he got hurt several times in that first round, early second. Most guys like cover up, they go down, they try to clinch. Reyes was like dead, taking beating, and it's oh, just like down and throw back. Like yeah, that was and, and clipping Yuri. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's the only way to keep that dude off you though. Yeah. Like if yeah. you just like cover up, he's just gonna keep pouring yep. it on. So yep. the fact that he, he was willing to answer body, back, like yeah, the I, body work when he would get Dom hurt, yeah. and the Ooh. split seconds where Dom would actually cover up, shell up, yeah, he was going right to the Ripping body. It. Yep. And then during the second round, when he started just like tossing in all those body kicks, like yeah. that just that looked like fucking hell. Yeah. I I thought for sure that Reyes was about to break, and then he almost finished him. <laughs> I was on Yuri every time that Yuri came in after hurting Dom, and Dom would back up, but he would come off the cage and throw that fucking left bomb. Yeah, I was yep. fucking going every time. For him I to mean, get flatline. Dom was in that fight the whole time, man. And yeah. like you said, he he got one off and hurting fucking bad. Yep. There was that. Well, there was that the one minute span. So he drops him, wobbled him bad. And then he pulled guard, went for the guillotine. It's that up kick. That, yeah. If, if Yuri's a normal human being, that up kick is out cold. And it looked like Yuri was out. Yeah, he'd have to get carried to the back. His knees and fell over him. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, bad, you man. Had to stretch him out. <laughs> that that finish was was nasty though. Oh, like oh. man, UFC threw have thrown Reyes through a fucking wood chipper because. I mean, he, he has a close fight with Jones, and then he gets the title shot coming off and a loss. Yuri. And, and then Yuri, like, holy fuck, man. And that was a kick. bad – that was a full – all his weight 
from yeah. six foot four up yeah. coming straight down on his head. Like that might that might be a career changer. I don't know how bad it gets, but fuck, yeah. that was. Reyes He's taking a to... lot of damage in in a couple fights. That was... broken his nose. Like his nose is fucked now. He's gonna break every time. He's Roy. Yeah, his nose is Roy right now. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna oh, break yeah. almost every time. Yeah, Reyes needs about the easiest possible matchup. Which at two hundred five, you could probably just go down to like number six or seven, and that person's <laughs> yeah. probably not very good. <laughs> it's it's crazy how two hundred five. If you look at two hundred five, five six years ago, one of the best divisions. Um, in the sport, there's always kind of guys. It, it's the worst division by far, right? Like 205 was the premier division. Mm-hmm. It ain't the longest eight, time. Eight or nine years. Saving starting 10 years ago, like there, that was what was considered the, the best fighters yeah. on the planet. Shogun, Machida, yeah. Jones. Um, Even before uh, that, it was yeah. like Tito, yeah, wait, Chuck, Randy, yeah. like. Rampage, like now you got like a thirty-eight-year-old journeyman and shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, those are just the guys in the UFC. It's not even talking about Pride's two hundred five division at that time, which was even better. Like it was the marquee division in the sport for so long, and uh, now Glover's going to be champ. So awesome. I I don't understand that Dana comes right out and says Yuri gets a title shot, and like not saying he doesn't deserve one or shouldn't fight for it next, but aren't Glover and Jan not fighting till September. Yep. yep. So now yeah, Yuri's so going to sit out till January. January. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't see Yuri doing that. That guy fights. I he said he that. wants to. He said he wants to wait. He said I want to wait unless the UFC makes me fight. But he just took a year off, and now he's going to take what nine months yeah, off. That's that's not good, man. It's unfortunate. That's that's the reality, though. I mean, we not were after that they announced that. Why we have to wait that long? Because the fucking yawn wants to take forever. I mean, like, although the alternative <laughs> is that he probably fights like Rakic, and Rakic tries to lay on him, which is awful. You can't do that fight. Yeah, I think I think you let him fight Johnny Walker. Yeah, you got <laughs> if you Misha, make Misha Yuri fight. Off. Yeah, if Yuri if Yuri does fight before a title shot, like you have to serve him up uh, somebody that he can style on. Like you've got something here. Don't fucking run it by letting some dude lay on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just, you know. I, yeah, I, I think the problem is if he's going to fight again, it is Rockets. Yeah. There's nobody else. Like it, it's, it's Rockets, maybe Ankalaev. I mean, if you're, if great, you're getting, that's a, not a great fight. <laughs> no, well, no. Yeah, it's tougher. But I, I think when you're looking at getting a title shot, though, like you can't really fight the seventh or eighth guy. Like you got to, if Rockets doesn't have a fight next, and Yuri's going to take a fight. You can't just skip the number three guy and go to like the easiest matchup down the list. So it would be Rockich, which Rockich is horrible, but it's weird style matchup. We haven't seen how Yuri's going to do that against someone that's going to try to grapple and clinch him. Like Glover would fucking send him straight to hell. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Reyes took him down and yeah. pretty easily he stood up, but Reyes has no ground game. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, he, he can play Anthony about what Smith happens. coming off that that big win last week. Huge win. That's yeah. uh, that, that's <laughs> actually perfect. Sign me, <laughs> sign me up for that. Oh fuck me. Oh, that'd be good. All right, we'll we'll go through the rest of the card pretty quick. Like I said, real bad. Uh, Felipe Corrales uh, defeated Luke Sanders twenty twenty across the board. Did it again, Luke Sanders. The Luke Sanders. This one I thought was less. Mookie than normal. This one was just like he was. He was done I mean, in seven minutes. He was dead he enough. Tr- 
he tried to get the fight stopped at the end of the second round. He was literally laying there with his hands over his head. And the ref was just like, no, I'm, I'm going to let this keep going. Oh, the poor bastard, man. Like, he actually didn't do anything stupid this fight. He just he had, didn't have any cardio. And, like, the guy looks the part. Offensively, he's great for five minutes. But five the drop-off this dude has after five minutes for a lower-weight guy is unheard of. Like, <laughs> he almost, like, finished that fight in the first round. Like, it, mm-hmm. just a blur. Kolaris is very bad. Yeah, yeah, very, very bad. Very, very bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not Real even bad. sure if that's a fade plant because I'm I'm not sure what kind of line we're gonna get on him. Yeah, no, not good. Um, then we do a division. Uh, Michaelitis versus KB Bueller. Bueller <laughs> might be the, the worst. last <laughs> the worst Canadian. <laughs> that's a what are you talking pound, pound for pound number six? <laughs> Teen. <laughs> like I, I even had Composer reply to me when I called him one of the worst fighters on the roster. And he was like, "Man, like if people not seen tape of this guy, I'm like I ain't seen tape of him, but his UFC fights, and I can tell you he's fucking horrible." But <laughs> god damn, he's bad. He was he, really bad. He didn't fight. He, he was scared to fight. He huh? was in the cage. That's about yeah. it. It wasn't like he was like – I don't know if he was completely over Matt. It, the guy literally was just in the cage. Like it was like he just got yeah. a really close seat. <laughs> like, <laughs> a light sparring session maybe. He, I, did he throw a punch yeah. in the first two rounds? A single punch? Did he throw a punch? In, like The only thing he threw was those little like pity pat kicks? Bad. He he won a round on one of the judges' cards. <laughs> I I remember seeing. Although apparently the stats were because stats in MMA most useless things ever. Uh, apparently the stats were close on that one. Not not joking. It was like seventy three to seventy in strike. Yeah, seventy three to seventy for Michaelitis in strikes later. But Mueller landed five head strikes out of seventy strikes. <laughs> That's why those numbers are. So every three minutes, three he of sixty-eight him in the head. leg strikes. Dude, he threw that had to be a record. He landed fifty-three leg strikes, and and the guy didn't even have a bruise. <laughs> that is that is so bad. That is that's he's he's not good. The judging on this card was uh, questionable. Would would be saying it nicely, but yeah, Bueller, he's gone. Uh, women's strawweight division, Loma, Luke Boonmi. Defeated Sam Hughes, 20-20 across the board. People think this girl's, like, good at fighting, apparently. No. Yeah, but there's also smart people I've seen on Twitter that are like, this chick is going to – she's going to lose very soon with anybody with decent wrestling because she's 100 Yeah, I know. That was, that was me. Yeah. I said that. You and – there's some others, too. <laughs> uh, yes, we, we are betting – I wouldn't say large amounts because um, we're not stupid – but yeah, because it's MMA. You know, it's not even a real sport. We're not gonna fucking. I, I can take you to, on a tour of my house if you want to rent a room because I got lots of extra space in here. What are we talking about? Uh, talking shit. Some some poor guy oh, in the no. chat. Mm. Says we're poorsies. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Then we had another fight. I didn't watch a second of this. Uh, Luana Carolina defeated Poliano Botella. Split decision. Nothing. It happened. Yeah, it did happen. Yeah. I think. 
I didn't watch it, so I can't I can't confirm. Uh, featherweight division. This fight was actually fun. Uh, this was a fun fight, but fun fights get ruined when judges make really bad mistakes. Uh, T.J. Brown defeated Kai Kamaka, uh, split decision, and that was that was bad. That was bad. That was a bad decision. That was truly truly horrible. When when Adelaide Bird has the best scorecard out mm. of the three judges, you know you're in for a fucking doozy. She, she makes up for it. She, yeah. yeah, she made up for it later. She made so up for probably it later. Name's wrong. Yeah, um, <laughs> she didn't know who she was. <laughs> yeah, yeah this that was. was uh, it was, it was a good fight. Good. Terrible decision. But that was that a that was an and awesome awesome fight. Yeah, the worst part is for Kai Kamaka loses his win bonus because of a terrible decision, and then loses the fight of the night bonus because of Prohaska and Reyes in the main event. That guy got yeah. screwed. Yeah, he did. Yeah. It was- he also he made me mad during the fight, so I was a little less upset. I had Kamaka inside at that. I played him at some ridiculous number inside. Drops the guy. The guy is basically dead, and he's like, "Now's a good time to just jump right in his garden, take a little nap on his chest." Why do you guys do that? Like he could have finished that fight in the second round and chose not to, and then lost a robbery. Like he also could have possibly finished the fight if he would have tried. Like when you hurt a guy like that, what what is the insistence on jumping into his garden? I'll never understand that. Fighters do that all the time. Like, I hate you. <laughs> Still, very, very, very bad decision. Like, that's yeah. horrible. Real bad. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was real bad. Um, all right, and then we had uh, – oh, yeah. We want to beat a Ronda Marcos. DQ, illegal upkick. This was some grade A acting. I, I didn't see the hospital release form uh, to see if she made it through the night um, after that. And – People were acting like, oh, she's not faking it, blah, 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 all this. Why did she fake it? I don't know why she faked it. Maybe she was tired. Um, I don't know. Maybe she was gassed. Maybe but because it's free money and she I guess, makes nothing, yeah. so you're literally doubling very little, little money. Why would you not take that? Because you look like an idiot. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's actually getting kicked in the face and, and taking you know, the DQ and literally going, ah, oh, looking at did the you rep. Your and yeah, <laughs> and then faking it out. so bad. And it's like I find it funny. Like I've seen dudes eat death blows. Like I've seen Rumble Johnson literally murder men, like Glover. <laughs> and then two, five seconds later, Glover's up there standing up with his arm raised after literally almost being decapitated. This chick gets some toes in her face, and it's <laughs> like she was she's dead. How come big legal knockouts? The person can get up really quick and is fine. But if you have any kind of DQ shot. It's like they're dead. I, I, it, it's they it's so obvious. Debilitating. They literally yeah. carried her out of the game. People tried to com- compare this shot to the All knee Joe. that Jan landed <laughs> on Aljo. That was depressing. Is, yeah. Uh, oh. An, an upkick that wasn't even like a heel or anything by Ronda Marcos versus yeah. one of the cleanest knees this sport has ever seen. Like, <laughs> if you think Aljo was faking it, like, I don't know how you fake. Then Jan must have been in on it. <laughs> that, yeah. His head, like, he's like, I thought his neck was going to break when he ate that knee. Like, uh, yeah, I think the Brad, made, Brad made a good point, though, about the refing and the situation. Yeah. How – I'll I'll let him go on about that because it's just ridiculous at this point, man. So three times. So this fight only went like what three minutes, four minutes, something like that. 
So it feels like a lot. It, it felt much <laughs> longer than that. Um, but she poked her in the eye once. It's okay. You know, shit happens. She poked her in the eye again, which cuts her eyelid. Doctor comes in. She's like bleeding. Mark Smith's like, oh, you, you really got to watch the eye pokes. Um, then he also warns her for continuing to like use her hands and try and like push away and poke her fingers at, at Marcos. Um, and still like absolutely nothing. And then a, a kick lands and she, she does the dead fish uh, soccer celebration. And looking Neymar out there. And, and, so and then it's a deal. Like, I don't know how you can say a thing that happens one time in a scramble is intentional and a thing that happens three times when you are in complete control of your body is not intentional. When you you damage somebody like that, that should be a point. Like when she cut her her eyelid, that should have been a point. Yeah. Like straight up. Here's my thing. Like to me, it's like, do I think she should have lost a point for one eye poke that caused damage? No. Do I think Ronda should have been DQ'd? No. no. My biggest objection is – so we intentional kick to the face, which that means Ronda purposely and chose to kick her in the face in a weird kind of where she's up and down kind of scramble position, right, versus a man who is grabbing onto the cage. He knows the cage is there. He knows how to use his fingers. It's not like he doesn't have control <laughs> of his fingers and he's just accidentally doing this. He is purposely reaching out and cheating. He is purposely – Cheating, intentionally cheating, not making a mistake, not accidentally poking someone, not accidentally kneeing someone who's down, reaches out and cheats, just basically cheats. Why is that not a penalty? That should immediate one cage grab point yeah, every time. I'm, it's I'm cheating. A dude does it in a fight later on the card multiple times. Yeah. Stopping takedowns. It just gets warning after warning after warning. Like we're seeing fights where a ref <laughs> is literally hitting a guy in the hand five times. Like yeah. one hand slap. If that's that's you not have enough. to make contact with as a ref. If you have to make contact with a fighter to Wait. stop them from doing something, that's a point. Yeah, we like you should not have to physically involve yourself yeah. in the fight except to stop it. Well, we we keep talking about like how do we change? There's too many eye pokes, which I agree with. And take like points. Take, take point. Yes. <laughs> To me, it's like a bigger issue than the eye pokes is the cage grabs. They change, they change fights. They literally um, change guys' positionings. It's intentional, on purpose cheating. I don't think guys are purposely poking people in the eye. I think they have bad technique and I think they need to change the thing, but I don't think a guy was like, all right, I'm going to poke him now. You know, like they're not doing that. You know what they are doing? I'm going to grab the cage. You know? yeah. But John Jones right is the goat. So I'm lo- I'm losing my position. You're a position in a fight. I'm gonna grab a cage and change it. That's changing a fight. Yeah. I, I think it was a fight on this card. A guy grabbed. It was like six times or something. Yeah, was Jacoby. Yeah, J- Jacoby. Like uh, yes, you, you fucking Labian should have had him on his neck like multiple times, and he was grabbing big handfuls. Like yeah. it was bad. It was that really was bad. so bad. Like the cage grabs are. I don't know how you fix the, the, the eye poking. I really don't. It's a natural thing that guys do. It's going to be hard to change. The cage grab you can change. When people start losing fights because of this stuff. True. It. But I think it's accidental. Like, I think that is part of it. The cage grabs on purpose. If you, like, you can fix the cage grabbing issues in one minute. The UFC sends out a note and goes, 
you will lose a point if you grab the cage one time. If you grab it again, that's more points. I don't care if you lose 30 to 4. Like, that's the new rules. No one will no one will stop a takedown by cage grab. That is or just as fight-altering as anything. Fences. Like, Kudalaba could have won the fight. We don't know. You know, it's a fight-changing moment, just like a DQ from a knee, except or a foot. <laughs> Ronda Marcos didn't didn't wasn't purposely <laughs> trying to cheat. Especially guys like him that are, you know, how much gas you got. You're putting it all into that, and dudes just stop your momentum. They stop the course of the fight by yep. one cage grab. Yeah, got to be a point, man. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, yep. anyway, we don't have to talk more about this, but the cage grabbing to me, maybe it's because I'm a wrestler. I don't know. Like I got I got a wrestling shirt on right now. Uh maybe maybe I'm biased, but to me cage grabs are are the worst offense out of all this. <laughs> like I, I think it's the worst offense because it is you're purposely cheating. In any other sport, if you personally cheat, you get a foul call, you get a penalty, you get whatever. In MMA, you get nothing except the ref will try to grab, touch your hand a few times and tell you to stop. Hey, here, here's a warning. And if you do it again, I'm not going to do anything. All right. Warning. If you do it again, I'm not going to do anything. Like what, what are we, what are we doing and, here? And, and also just on the other hand, like just the consistency to yeah. ref to ref and situation to situation to where sometimes it's an immediate point. Other times you'll get five cage grabs. You just never fucking know, man. And it's not even that, ref to ref. It can be the same ref in the same fight. That's what, that's what I'm saying. This diff, just different uh, scenario. Like Mark Smith is as bad as it gets. Like yeah, that yeah. dude's an absolute fucking moron. I like my, my boy Chris Tyone. This is the sweetest man. He is such a sweetheart. He's like, and all right, guys, you have a clean break here? He, can, he consistently <laughs> fighters to die in there. So he, uh, at least he's consistent about it. I, th- I thought I, he, I, I always thought he was a really good ref. I know he fucked up real bad, like a few months ago. He fucked one up really bad, yeah. stopped a fight or something. I always thought he was decent. Though. I don't know if he's good. He just seems like a sweet man. Like how he talks to fighters, he's like, "I got you, clean break, clean, right, nice and easy, nice and easy. Take your time, no rush. Breathe, breathe in. All right, now out." All right, come on, breathe in. He's like, now, now murder him. Yeah. A guy's t- he's like, all right, clean break, clean break. And then a guy eats like 37 consecutive hammer fists while he's out cold. He's like, all right, now that's enough. <laughs> all right, let, let's get through the rest of this shit card yeah. before we get on to the next one. I think we're pretty I think I think we're pretty much I think we're pretty much done with this card. Uh Rob won. Uh it was it was boring. People acted like he was fucking Muhammad Ali in there when he he wasn't. His striking looked, I would say, one percent better, uh, which is also not not very good. Um, the Georgian snooze machine I, snoozes again. I yeah, thought he, but he wins. I, he I wins. thought the you know kind of Stamen made him have a better fight than he usually mm-hmm. has. Like to watch, I thought it was a, a pretty decent fight to watch. Uh, I'm more yeah. like. I don't know what to think of Stamen, man. Like, I think that was a bad matchup for him. I he looked bad, think, though. I still think he's kind of good, but is he? You know, like, I just don't know. So I don't know. He, was it a bad matchup for him? Yes. But how the fight played out, if you would have said the fight's going to play out mostly on the feet for 13 or 15 minutes, whatever it is, you probably would have thought Stamen would have won that fight. He got outstruck by an absolutely terrible striker. So I, I, don't, I think Marab, to me, stays the same. I think Stamen goes down, goes down yeah. a good bit because he got easily outstruck by Marab. Yeah. I, I think he didn't realize that Marab was allowed to throw punches until like halfway through the second round. None of us knew. 
None of us knew he could throw punches. We knew he was True. loud. True. True. <laughs> um, all right, and then Sean Strickland defeated Jocko. Good performance. Um, safe performance, I would say. But he won. Strickland's good, man. He's real good. Yep. Strickland. Jocko means Strickland. kind of bad. Yep. Strickland. That's what Jocko does. I think yep. Strickland's really good, man. Like the improvement that guy's made over the past mm-hmm. few years, and uh, me, me and Maddie was was kind of talking about it. Like um, his hands are very, very good. Very like good. His his boxing is very it's very underrated, man. You don't hear a lot of people talk about Strickland's boxing. It's it's very fucking good, man. Well, I I like uh, how he's forward. This guy is forward. He just goes and man, clean and crisp too, man. Yep. Everything's clean and crisp. It's very he, good. He ate some okay shots in that fight. Like, he ate the one, I think it was a spinning back fist or back elbow something, and it was like a fly hit him. Like, that guy's got some <laughs> shit on him. Like, he had some – we've seen him – it's not that, like, I would expect him to get knocked out from that, but it was like he didn't even get touched on some some decent shots throughout that fight. Like, his forward progression, his footwork, his hands, um, he, he looked good. And he's very – he's not easy to hit either. He, he actually – unlike most MMA fighters who like to jump around and think that means footwork, he takes like little yeah. small steps and his yep. feet are always under him. And that's why he doesn't really get hurt by stuff. And that's why he's always able to throw in combination. Uh, his, yep. And cutting off the cage too is excellent. He chased. Yeah. I've not, in, not in that fight. It wasn't. Yeah. That fight it was chasing, but normally he <laughs> well, does a better job. <laughs> I mean, he cut Jocko off a lot in that fight. Jocko was backing up so much, man. Yeah. He's going to do a little chasing for sure. Jocko didn't want none. Yeah. No. Um, and then light heavyweight division, uh, Kudalaba draws Dustin Jacoby. Um, I was okay with, with the draw, I think. Um, I scored it. Nah. I, I scored it a draw. <laughs> I didn't Cute score it a draw. Cute Labia won that fucking fight, man. Like, that's, that's bad. I had you him won- to win a parlay, so I did want him, uh, to win the fight. I, I thought, I thought Jacoby won the second and third. I thought the third might have been for Kudalaba if it wasn't for that last like minute. I think that's where he lost the fight. Um, I thought it was. I think the other thing for me on that one is if the first is not a ten eight, what's ten eight? Like, yeah, Kudalaba would have won the fight if if uh, one of the other judges scored a ten eight in the first. And like, <clears throat> I was fine with a draw. I, I did. I didn't see only one judge having a ten eight, but then maybe I should have. The the no. I rarely score 10 eights. That's a 10 eight round. Um, And besides that, he won the third round. Like he, he was landing, he was landing big shit in the third round on Jacoby. Like that, the third round is when he did the damage on Jacoby's fucking face. Like he was landing big shit. The last minute fucked him. He got taken down. He got laid on, didn't do much. Like, and besides, besides that, that's a, that's a 10 eight fucking first. Q lobby. I, he went 15 minutes, man. Like that. I didn't see that. It, I, it going three rounds. I did not see him no. even getting close like that. And I thought he won the fight. Yeah, I was not he happy was, with it. Laughed at me last week when I said Q labia decision at plus seven, whatever. Well, it lost. But, so what are you, what are you bragging about? <laughs> yeah, but he, about he, he did. Then I took the yeah, draw, draw live yeah. at plus 1800. <laughs> so. Yo. It fucking bet three sixty five is one of the greatest things that's ever happened to Brad. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. And then we'll uh, quickly Giga um, invented that a liver happen. kick. Yeah, invented no. a liver kick and uh, and kick Cub. 
Um, yeah. Even before that, Cup Cup looked a little weird, even like just instantly to me. I don't know. He looked he looked off, like almost immediately to me. But yeah, he ate the kick. He went out, and now people are going to overrate Giga. Um, Cub was by far the best one he's ever had, and Cub is what thirty eight. Like you got it. Come on, man. Like y'all y'all were saying that this is his hardest fight, but then it was. Has, but then when he absolutely obliterates the guy, he gets no fucking. Oh, no, he did. Yeah, he should do. Wes he made up. A, he made up a strike. You're not allowed to do that. He cheated. <laughs> he should be disqualified. So now Giga that was that was worse than Randa's upkick. Well now Giga uh, now Giga is up to zero wins versus ranked fighters. So I mean you don't nobody you don't have to give him credit. He he beat a tough guy, a guy that he did. What 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 the problem was was like that was everybody's fucking dog of the week. Every Twitter yep. nerd, every fucking public guy, that was their dog of the week, and that's when it loses. But but besides that, Giga does have to fight some more guys, no doubt about it. But when you get it, your toughest cop. A name He's like a that. fucking fraud. He calls out nothing but strikers, that fucking asshole. Well, I he, know he's smart. What do you mean he's a fraud? He's smart. Yeah, but now he's calling out guys he won't get. Like, yeah, Max Holloway's going to fight you. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I, I was laughing at that. Yeah, there, yeah, he's not getting that. I mean, um, uh, giving you know Cater, sh- like, uh, that, that's a no, fight. But- I, I, I would be on Cater that fight. Like, I, I, I yeah. would prefer the Holloway fight just so I could see him like he looks like a bird first of all like he yeah. we should call it the dodo kick because he looks like an extinct bird <laughs> with that schnoz he's got going on there uh, but i would rather see him get max so he can get the absolute breaks beaten off him but i say give him the winner of burgos and edson barbosa no, I wanna, if you I'll, if you want a striker take one of those dudes no, I wanna <laughs> see how you do yeah. yeah, no, I I want a wrestler I, too. I keep I losing just... too much money to him. I I want him to fight wrestler so I can cash. <laughs> Let's see who can he. Josh Emmett is ranked six in that division. I thought he retired. I thought he was dead. Yeah, yeah. is he not dead? He got injured. I think he yeah. had like knee surgery or something like that. Yeah, He's been up for like him. years. Yeah. What, he what are the like rankings? That. Do you remember when um, featherweight used to have like a lot of wrestlers, <laughs> and now they have like no wrestlers? Nothing. Yeah, there's no wrestler. Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett is the only kind of wrestler. Even even the wrestler, wrestler. I mean, even the wrestlers turned into like wrestle boxers and shit. That's what the entire division turned into. Is Chad Mendez still retired? I was literally yes. thinking that. I was like, every time every time it was someone good, I was like, well, maybe they should fight Chad Mendez. <laughs> Chad Mendez was the most, in my opinion, like injuries and stuff happened, but skill wise, he might have been. One of the best skill sets I've ever seen in MMA. With yeah, his man. wrestling prowess, his quick hands, he's got his power at the end. Him on the, him on the gear. Mendez on the gear was fucking fun, man. Like, mm-hmm. let, him, let him take it. Like, I miss Frankie should, Frankie should move back up to 145. He would smash Giga. Yeah, kill him. He should. That's the fight. Even Wes thinks Frankie would win that fight. Frankie I, would I, beat on him. I, I, now, that's the guy that take it plus 150 not a 39-year-old cub. Give me Frankie at plus 150 against Gig. It's time to get some fucking money. Frank, Frankie inside I, the I just plus 175, all right? I'm not a mark. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, Let's not move on me. now uh, to this week's card. UFC on ESPN, <laughs> Rodriguez versus Waterson. No, I am not kidding. Takes place in front of no people, whether that was at the Apex or in a full crowd with uh, 
possible tickets, we'd still probably have the same attendance here, which is zero. So we'll kick off in the prelims and the welterweight division. We have Christina Aguilera taking on Carlson Harris. Starting out with a banger between two random fellas. Carlton Banks. Carlton Banks. What? And Christina. Yeah. Christina Aguilera and Carlton Banks. Mm. It's the fight between 90s icons. You're you're really stretching Uh, with just changing this guy's name. You're Christina Aguilera. You're Christina Aguilera is probably about a uh, little bit off. It's more like 2000s, right? It's Early 2000s. Yeah. That's, that's, there. that's late 90s. Yeah. yeah she probably started that's late more, 90s. That's more Britney, bitch. No, Genie in a Bottle. That's, that's like oh. – Genie in a Bottle is like 97. That's that's classic shit right there. Is it that old? Yeah. I don't know. I thought I was in high school when it came out. That's not 97. There's no way. That's got to be early 2000s. Yeah, that's a, that's got to be early 2000s. I'll look it up. Newshawn, you break down. 99. Genie Evaldo was 99. There we go. That, yeah, that makes sense. That, that was my freshman year of high school. So that makes sense. I, I, I got nothing here. Uh, I don't know who this Carlston uh, Lindsay Harris guy is. Um, he's beat a bunch of guys with some shitty records in, in Shudo. Um, I have no idea. Uh, I'll pick Christina Aguilera to dirty it up. Wes? Yeah, I'm kind of the, the same as Sean here. I wish I knew a little uh, more about this guy. I, I I think I've seen some of him on on Shudo, but it's just like highlights of him beating up bums that he that he should knock out. Like I feel like oh, Christina Aguilera should be able to body him up and kind of win an ugly decision. But I just I don't I don't know, man. Uh, I'm gonna pick him as a dog in top master and shit, but I'm I'm not betting anything on this. Brad. Uh, let's talk about how this man is breaking through from the slums of Guyana to the UFC, making history here. Uh, the Carlton is is doing the damn thing. He's actually somehow a, a wrestler, which is weird because, like, I, I don't think Guyanese wrestling is. <laughs> Lance, you might you might be able to correct me on this. I don't think that's a big thing. I, I don't think they they place in. The Pan Ams, never mind the Olympics. No, I think if you wrestle when you're from there, you're automatically qualified for the Olympic team. Then you got to just fight through trials. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, but Aguilera has one round of cardio, one round to knock you out, and then he's got nothing. So I I guess I understand why this guy's a slight favorite. Um, I'm not betting it, though. Who's favored? Aguilera? No, the other dude. The other, interesting. Um, I got nothing here. Um, Aguilera's knockout of Anthony Ivy Ivy remains one of my favorite knockouts of all time. Um, He just caught with like a, I would say a moderate jab, and it was just lights out. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then he took Brian Barberina to the death the next fight. Like, what a what a fun couple fights, (laughs) fun couple fights that was. I don't know. I, I don't know how you could confidently bet in this fight. I'll, I'll say that. I'll I'll pick Aguilera, but I'm not I'm not betting it. All right, and next we have Jung Young Park, which Iron Turtle, correct? Is that is that his, isn't that his name? You betcha. Does that, does that mean he's fucked if you get him on his back? Possibly. Um, and he's taking on what do you say, Teflon Don? He's the Teflon Don, baby. 
yeah. Here's John. Um, I, I don't really know. I think this is a fairly close fight. It's kind of hard to judge these guys. Uh, the Teflon Don, I mean, he was able to knock out Thick Willie, which uh, is harder than it looks. You might you might be able to wrestle Thick Willie to exhaustion, but it's a little a little tough to finish him off. Um, Park has has a decent win against Mark Andre Barrio, but he's so fucking bad. And then he gets a, an easy win against John Phillips. Uh, I'll take the the bigger hog in this one. Uh, it it didn't work out last time in in this kind of matchup. I I, I think Heads is going to come up this time, and uh, he's going to get stamped. Wes. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning that way too. Um, I think in Teflon's last fight, I mean, he was putting the smoke all over Pickett. I, I don't know how he ended up getting out of there at some points. Um, yeah, I just think the, the turtles, I guess the burial wins kind of okay. Uh, but that Phillips win, come, come on, man. Phillips Big win. Guys on there. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I do think on the feet that, that the Teflon Don's better. And I think you could end up on top here a little bit and dropping some ground and pound. So, um, I'm going to watch the line a little bit. Like I hate to lay some juice. I do think it, it's a, it's kind of close, but I'm going to be on the Teflon Don in this fight. Brad? Yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm on Teflon here. Um, I've got a little bet on him. I'm, haven't decided if I think he's going to finish him or go to decision. Um, I was on the decision prop last time because Pickett's super tough. This guy seems pretty tough as well, so maybe he gets there, but this dude is little at middleweight compared to the, the, the Teflon Don. Um, there, there's <laughs> We're talking about, we're talking about overall. Whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out into the universe. He, he's little at middleweight. Uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the thickness with the, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I was actually glad that last fight went to decision though, because the worry you have with a dude like that is how is his cardio? And then he's against this guy that is tough. And not only did he not slow down, um, like he, he started off pretty strong. He kept a consistent pace. He was landing stuff. He got on top a little bit. He got taken down at one point in that fight. But, you know, it, it always sucks to uh, to back a Lloyd Irvin guy, but you know that he's protecting his butthole at all times. Um, so so that's a plus. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've got the Teflon Don at uh, minus 137 in this one. Yeah, I, I I lean that way. I lean on him to be just a little bit better. The Iron Turtle is not great uh, by any means. He's way more experienced. But I, I don't know if I can lay minus 140. I, I definitely lean that way, but I'd like the line to come down a little bit uh, before I played it, closer to maybe a pick on minus 110, minus 115. There's just a lot of question marks there. And he hasn't impressed me outside of, obviously, Thick Willie. Um, but he, he really hasn't impressed me in, you know, the last couple fights I've seen of him. Like, very inexperienced, some decent skills, but not overly good. I mean, Jamie Pickett's tough, and that's about it. Like, that's that's really it. And then who did he fight in the Contender Series? Like a trash can or something? Some, some guy, yeah. Some guy they found off the street. And that guy, like, he didn't even look spectacular. He doesn't look spectacular against guys he should. I, I don't know what he's really good at. He's kind of okay at things. 
but not. He hits hard. He's decent striker, not great. He's okay. Like he's he's okay. He's, I think he looks the part more than he is the part. He's um, he's a massive middleweight. He did yeah. the Jared Cannonier thing way like when Jared Cannonier should have done it in his career. Yeah, I mean he looks big. He looks strong. He looks the part, but I don't think he's overly skilled. So I'm probably not going to play this at minus 140. Uh, but if it got close to a pick, I might probably play it. All right. Flyweight division. Ryan Benoit. Zukara Adeshev. This guy sucks. Um, new Sean? Yeah. This seems like a pass to me. Uh, both these guys seem to have some decent flaws. Uh, Ryan Benoit has decent power. Fucking terrible wrestling. Uh, I, I don't know how much of a wrestler this, this guy that he's fighting is. Um, he's, so if he doesn't have any wrestling, Benoit probably has a decent chance to knock him out. We saw what, what his chin was like against, uh, against Nam. <laughs> this? Very what, what does that even mean? Is that, is that an, is that an uncut one? Is that yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll pick Ryan Benoit to, to knock this guy out, but it is very concerning that takedown defense, even with guys that don't really wrestle. Wes? Yeah, I think this probably stays on the feet, and Benoit does get him out of there at, at some point, but man, I, I just, I can't trust this kid, especially laying some juice, so it's, it's just a complete pass for me. I, I will pick him to win that. Brad? Yeah, same thing here. I don't think that, uh, you know, Chris Benoit's son really has to, to learn, worry about the wrestling in this one. Um, you know, he was able to survive that. So I think he can survive, uh, Zarouk on, on the feet here. Um, yeah, and just, it, it feels like I should be excited about this fight because Ryan Benoit fights are usually entertaining. Um, but I don't know if this, this guy's three and three in the UFC for the third time now. It's is this some many... guy's training partner? Why is he in the UFC when he's three and three? Uh, COVID. They all want to fight. Everybody wants to fight. <laughs> there you go. Why would you not want to fight? I mean, <laughs> three and three is pretty good. Pretty good record. He almost beat a guy with a Wikipedia page, but he didn't. No wins over Wikipedia pages. Who? Uh, I like uh, I like Benoit here. Um, I don't know if it's enough to bet him, unless it moves a little bit. It, he he finds ways to lose, and it's usually with his wrestling or doing something stupid. But the guy's got some clean hands. Like he has some fast hands. His boxing is pretty good, good. Like he's he's one of those guys that sometimes you watch him and you're like, damn, this guy could you know make some noise in the top ten because his hands and his power for flyweight are phenomenal. He gets taken down. <laughs> his holes are just are big, and I think he can exploit guys who can't take him down. And you see that power, and you see the hand speed. And then if a guy can wrestle, he doesn't. I, I I think he keeps us in the feet, and I think he wins. And he probably styles on this guy more often than not. Uh, probably cleans him up uh, with with his faster hands and his striking advantage. But it's hard to kind of lay minus one fifty on a guy that you know is is gonna have to defend takedowns that you might he might not be able to. Um, so it's going to be an ultimate pass for me on this one. The prelims starting off not good. I, I don't. I don't know when I'll. Oh yeah, it's tough. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Ryan Benoit beat the headliner on Bellator's card this he, week. Knocked him did. out cold. He did. That's. I. I was in Vegas. Uh, for that. Wes, you might have been there. 
Uh, I was in Vegas when that fight happened. I was watching at that, that real shithole in the planet Hollywood where you pay like 50 bucks, then you just get hammered and get the pay-per-view. It's a really horrible place. Oh, yeah. It's the, the bull riding bar, yeah, right? Yeah, no, 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 That place is okay. Before they offer oh, the Oh, no. The other no, one's okay. bad. Like Pink's? Yeah. Or, no, not Pink's. Bondies. It's called Blondies. Yeah, it's in, like, the little Miracle Mile. You know? Yeah, it yeah. is a real shithole. <laughs> I mean, like, like we, it was like, it's forty dollars, and you, it's all you can drink, um, and you get to watch the pay per view, and we're like, well, it's actually not that bad of a deal, whatever. Let's let's go in there. We go in there, and I was like, all right, yeah, we did, we got the wristbands. Like, um, what do you have on draft? And they're like, wristbands, Bud Light. I was like, oh, they got fine beer. <laughs> they're drinking the Bud Light. I was like, do I pay five dollars for a beer? Do I drink Bud Light? Uh, <laughs> so, not good. Um, Anyway, moving on. Featherweight division, Ludwig Klein versus Michael Trezano. Yep. New Sean. Yeah. Uh, I thought Klein looked good uh, last time out. I think uh, people kind of hy- hyped up Shane Young just because he trains at City Kickboxing. He's he's not that good. And as we've seen against Stoma Morales, he, he really just <laughs> – I think he's just a hanger on there. He, he gets way too much credit for, for training at a good gym. Um I think Klein has some pretty damn good offense. Trezano hasn't fought in like almost two years. Yeah, two um, years. Yeah, damn near two years. I know he got a little bit hyped up coming off the Ultimate Fighter and then beating Luis Pena narrowly. Um, he's as we've seen, Pena's not that good. I don't think Trezano's that good. It's this fight stays on the feet. I think Klein can can finish him. Uh, I haven't bet uh, Klein yet, but I'll probably put him in a, a small parlay. Yeah. Wes? Yeah, I, I don't think Trezano's very, very good either. Um, I don't know how good Klein is. Uh, he, I don't know how much they put in that win last time. I did like how he looked getting, uh, getting rid of Young, but I'm a shot. I don't think Shane Young's really good. And I think he's just uh, one of those gym punching bags for a champ. Maybe if he gets in some fights in, in the big show. Um, I, I do think Klein's going to have enough offense and stuff to get on Trezano here, though, and, and, and probably get him out of there. Um, I don't know if I can lay minus 250 or whatever he is, though, at this point. But uh, he's going to be my pick. Um, I might DJ and put him in a parlay, but. Uh, Nothing big enough. Brad? I also don't think Trezano is that good, but I also don't think that Klein is very good. Um, You know, he's got a couple of... When he wins, he wins flashy, which which always tends to make people overrate guys. Uh, But when he loses... I I remember watching a Cage Warriors fight a couple years ago where this dude got taken down and choked out by some dude I've never heard of ever. Um, so that's not good. I, I don't think that's going to happen here because that's not Trezano's game. But at the same time, Trezano's never really been worried about guys striking. Uh, it's always when guys grapple him that, that he seems to struggle. So I think this is going to be a competitive kickboxing match. Uh, I'm not necessarily betting Trezano yet, and the line keeps trending uh, towards Klein, so maybe I will by the end of the week, uh, but I, I don't think 
Klein is safe here. Uh, I, I think that Trezano is going to be the bigger dude. If he does decide to grapple a little bit, I think that could be bad for Klein. And honestly, Klein just has way too much fucking punctuation in his name. There's too many like apostrophes and symbols and shit. I, I don't like it. I don't trust it. It's a lot of work reading his name. Right? Yeah, it's a, little, it's a little too much. Um, I, I like Klein here. Um, I, I haven't made any bets yet. He he might be a parlay piece. I'm I'm still kind of figuring that piece out. Trezano's not very good. He was he wasn't very good before. He had split decisions versus a couple shit guys, and then he gets demolished against Grant Dawson, and then he takes two years off. Um, he's not he's not really coming into this thing with a with a lot of confidence. Um, and uh, Klein does have freakish good power, and I think when you're looking at a guy who hasn't fought in two years going against a guy with big big power. That could end. A, that could end early for him. Like he hasn't been. He hasn't been to fight in a while. So facing a dangerous guy like this, who gets most of his finishes early, comes out really fast first round. That the rust take the little bit to come off, and getting used to being in the cage again and being in these fights. So a guy who comes out like a bat out of hell is probably not the best opponent for for a two year layoff. So I like Klein to come out of the gates pretty hot and, and put a finish on him, but. We'll see. The line's the line's gotten up there uh, to suggest that does happen. So we'll see if I want to put that in a parlay. Um, next up, middleweight division, Phil Hogs, which I think we have to revoke. Revoke the, the nickname. artist formerly known as Hogs. Yeah, yeah. Now he after that last performance, that's closer to an innie than a hog. Um, yeah. So Phil Hog takes on uh, one half of the Dukakis brothers, Kyle Dukakis. New show. I would think that. All of us on this podcast would agree we probably got away with one last time, betting old uh, Phil Haas. A little bit. Just a bit. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, luckily, we were able to get uh, get that one by, and, and now we can we can jump off the train. Um, he will probably be scary for the first couple minutes. I think he, that's, that's going to be the case against pretty much anybody he fights. Um, if the Dukakis brother can survive the first couple minutes, I, I think he should be in, in pretty good shape. Um, he seems like he has pretty good takedown defense. Um, so I don't know if the, those gassed out fucking terrible takedowns that worked last time for, uh, for Hawes are going to work, uh, on the Dukakis, but, um, I think Dukakis can, can edge him out on the feet, get him tired and, and might even get a late finish. Uh, I'm probably going to play him straight for a couple of units. Wes? Yeah, man. I, I, I was, I was pumping up though. We all were fucking hogs last time, man. I think he was pumping up the hog too. And that's why we got tricked a little <laughs> he bit. He had the pump. He had the pump, bro. <laughs> fucking, uh, going old Hardy with the inhaler. He had that fucking, that pump implanted. Um, yeah, dude, like you're you're gonna you're gonna worry early here, of course, man. Like would I would I be shocked if, if Hall's caught something early? I, absolutely not. But look, man, we saw last time what uh what Hall's is. Like, I don't think there's any getting around that. That that guy's been he was on a hell of a run, he was getting guys out of there and shit in the first fight to where he gets put in deep, man, and it was bad. Like we, we absolutely got away with one and I was, that was a pretty big bet for me. Um, I'm, I'm off the train, man. And it's usually hard to get me off, uh, somebody's train. Like I'll go down burning with a ship 
losing bet after bet on somebody. I ain't doing it here, man. He's he's just he ain't got the tank, man. And I think uh think Dukakis uh gets out of that early stage where you're gonna be worried and uh he's gonna take over this fight. Absolutely. So um on a card that's hard to find bets, this is probably one of my one of my favorites. I'd bet Josh Koscheck tomorrow versus anyone. I don't jump off the ship. I stay in the ship forever. I <laughs> still got die. that skill set to make a make a comeback. So as long as he's better, bro. <laughs> Brad, what do you got here? Uh, this one, man, the the hogs. He uh, he he fought his last battle for us in that last fight, and as the guys have said, we we snuck out with that one. Uh, I actually was deluded and thought going into that fight, you know, maybe he's actually learned to pace himself a little bit better. And no, he's just one of those guys that no matter what he does, he is never going to have the cardio to fight at this level. And we've seen it earlier in his career. He goes into a fight, maybe he'll win the first round, uh, but then not only does he have terrible cardio, he's a little bit chinny. Uh, that boring Russian hit him with some shots that were not big shots in that fight, and he was stumbling all over the place. Uh, so, man, I, I think that the same thing happens here. I think that you know there is no more resilient family in American politics than the Dukakis family. I mean, and these just guys had a just distant cousin pass, like you know, just had the the distant, you know, uh, Olivia, like come that's on, right, man. yeah, yeah, up. exactly. Uh, this this dude is not gonna get put down easy, and and he's gonna bounce back, uh, just like his father did to to win the nineteen eighty nine election or the ninety three election or whichever one he won. You know, I I know he won an election at some point. Um, <laughs> But Hogs is is probably going to win the first round in this fight. If he doesn't, I mean that's that's awful for him. Uh, but regardless, I think he gets tired. He gets hit with stuff that he doesn't like in the second. Uh, even though Dukakis isn't a great striker, he probably takes a bad shot at some point, and he gets darsed because uh, that is the the Dukakis special move. He's got like 17 Darce wins in his 10 career victories. Uh, and I think he's going to add another one here. So I've got some round two. I've got some Dukakis inside. I got some Dukakis uh, money line at minus 125. There's there's a lot of Dukakis going on here. Yeah. Um, I like Kyle Dukakis here too. I, I think when you have a fight like uh, Hawes had where, yes, he won, but he he gassed out so badly. He got hurt in that fight. There's there's two ways that you can kind of react when when that happens to you when you gas out that that badly. And what wasn't like the highest pace fight? You can come out and say fuck it. I got five minutes. I'm gonna bang. I'm just gonna bang and try to get this guy out of here. Which to me I think is the right way to do it. That's what I would vote for if I was Hogs. He's never gonna have good cardio. Or what you see is you all you think when you get in that cage is pace myself, pace myself, pace myself. When you do that, you're going to throw a lot less. You're not going to be, you're not going to be what got you there and what made you a good fighter goes away. The aggressiveness, the winning the first round, the coming out fast, trying to get a finish that goes away when you're trying to pace yourself. 
and you're still going to gas out in the second round. So at least when you go berserker in the first round, knowing what your gas tank is, you could possibly get a finish and win the fight. If you go passive, you're going to lose the first round, and then you're still going to gas seven minutes in. Pacing yourself or not pacing yourself, you're still going to gas out. It is a fight. He's going to bring it. And Kyle Dawkins isn't the guy that's going to let you relax. He's not going to let you just stand in space, stand at range, strike, have a little kickboxing fight. He's going to push him against the cage. He's going to clinch him. He's going to dirty box. He's going to try to get this fight to the ground. And Dawkins is excellent on the ground. I think once he gets it there with a gassed out hogs, like I I see a finish coming in this one. I think at minus 125, uh, not a bad line for the straight line. Um, Hogs did tough it out last fight. Uh, Didn't get finished in that one, despite being basically dead man walking. Um, And and maybe he could survive. I I don't know. So I don't know if I'm going to play inside as well, but I definitely like Dawkins at that minus 125. So that is the consensus bet of the week. So it is surely going to lose. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, Ten seconds. If you want done. to bet Hogs, or the artist formerly known as Hogs, uh, round one plus 550 should be the only Obviously. thing you're looking at. Yep. The yep. only thing. So we'll go quick on this one because what the fuck. Uh, heavyweight <laughs> division, Ben Rothwell, Philippe Lins. New Sean, what are we doing here? I don't know. <laughs> Horrible heavyweights. Uh I don't, they're not even really fun heavyweights. That it, when boring. It's sloppy. It's it's just boring. It's terrible. Uh, Linz is probably kicking himself for ever leaving uh, PFL and, and stopped getting those fucking huge checks for beating up shitty guys over there. Um, I'll I'll take Rothwell. I I really could give a fuck about this fight. It's it's probably going to be boring. You know, it's bad when a heavyweight fight to go the distance is minus one fifty five. <laughs> you almost yeah. have to take inside just because it's that big of a number no, the other way. No, you can't because this <laughs> this fight's gonna be fifteen minutes of fucking nothing, sloppy fucking just nothingness. Um, Lynn's got n- like not even like the weird eye poke knockout that Tanner Bozer had over that other dude, but Lynn's got actually knocked out by Tanner Bozer. <laughs> Bad too. Yeah. I mean, but is is Rothwell going (laughs) to throw a punch to hitting the – I don't know, man. Maybe not. I got no idea (laughs) on this fight. Um, I think it's 15 minutes of just absolute fucking horrible shit, but hopefully we get an early finish and we can move on. Uh, I'll I'll pick Rothwell since Brad thinks that Rothwell's going to knock him out. Brad? Um. Rothwell could knock him out. I wouldn't say I think he's going to knock him out. Sure. But Lins is... Yeah, he's got that, like, weird... What was that? The go-go choke? The front choke, yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Um, he's He's got that in his arsenal. Uh, Rothwell's last win was against a blown-up light heavyweight. Now, he's fighting a blown-up light heavyweight. And this blown-up light heavyweight is way worse than the last blown-up light heavyweight that he fought. So, like, shoot me now. <laughs> He's talking himself into Rothwell. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to bet Ben Rothwell in this one. You know, he, he lost against an actual decent heavyweight last time out. And Linz gets knocked out by a lot of dudes. And they don't have to be good. The only guy that hasn't knocked him out is Andre Arlovsky, who, like, he hasn't knocked anybody out since the Stone Age, so that, that doesn't matter. But 
I, I think Rothwell just leans on this dude for most of this fight and, and probably wins a decision. If he lands something by accident, he might finish him. Takedown. Um, <laughs> gets a takedown and yeah. you know might might get that choke on him. But man, I think Ben Rothwell wins this fight, and I'm getting even money on him. I I, I might have to. I haven't yet, but I might have to. I'm kind of talking myself into the doesn't go at plus one twenty five. <laughs> Rothwell. I thought it was plus one fifty five. No, it was minus one fifty five for the for the goes. Yeah. Oh, for, for goes. Gotcha. Yeah, and Roswell has thirty eight wins in his career, four by decision, and he's fighting a guy that really enjoys not going to decision. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Rothwell could get knocked out. Be possible. Um, Roswell could knock him out. Roswell could win by sub if he gets on see, top. I don't see Lynn's knocking Roswell out, honestly. Roswell's yeah. old as fuck now. You never know when a guy just decides to get hit once and just kind of quit. You don't know. It can always happen. Roswell has always had a good he chin. He took quite a bit this yeah. last fight, didn't he? Like, late in that yeah. fight. Like, he was getting... By Marcin Tabura. Yeah, I mean, he was taking some shots in that fight. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Lynn's just needs to go back to PFL. Because if you great. were watching that shit last week, those <laughs> Brazilian dudes on them yams, oh my goodness. He, he's, he, he left PFL, he doesn't have his mountain yams anymore, and he sucks as much as we thought he sucked. I really enjoyed PFL last week. That was just phenomenal parlaying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you just parlay every favorite on Bellator and PFL, you're rich. I hit a rich. I, I bet who I bet Rory, uh, Mutanch and Shoeface. 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 Yeah, Shoeface and The UFC <laughs> chalk special. Yeah. It was yeah. Yeah. funny, and they all won they, like three minutes. They were all. I, I just did the, the Shoeface inside. That was yeah. Mm. Yep, I got some <laughs> of that too. Yeah, I mean those those Brazilians that left the UFC. Did you see Mutanch? They're pissing acid. <laughs> They're like. Their piss is like that the dude fought it. Yeah, Mutanj is on the Rumble diet because that dude he used to fight huge. at 170. Yeah, he moved up to 185 and literally looked fucking. No, he's incredible. at 205 now in PFL. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh man, insane, funny. It was Love. great. That's like that shit. That was a fun show. Give me roided oh, yeah. up Brazilian smashing on people. That's great. And, yeah. I, and well, five seconds we'll go in, but like I'm actually pumped that Rumble's not fighting a well because what's been better than Rumble versus a bum? I mean, is there anything oh. better in sports? Maybe it's, maybe back. it's Mutanj now. Down in BFL. I hope oh, uh, Luana Pinheiro's coach is in the corner to carry this dude back to the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Women's straw weight division, Amanda Rebos <laughs> versus Angela Hill. I have nothing to say on this. I um, Angela Hill fights. Pass. Going to use this opportunity to go get a beer. All right, we'll be on the next fight when you get back. You, Sean? I hope so. Yeah, I, I don't have much here. Uh, this seems like a stay away fight. Uh, Rebus has decent grappling. Um, the gas tank is kind of a question mark, I guess, based on the last time. Uh, she she absolutely blanketed Rodriguez, and then all of a sudden she, she looked gassed and couldn't get Rodriguez down and then got absolutely fucking lit up. Um, Hill gets taken down by not very good wrestlers. So 
I expect Rebus to to wrestle and and win a decision. If Rebus can't get Hill down, she probably gets lit up on the feet. So uh, I'm steering clear. I'll pick Rebus, but no chance I'm betting it. Wes? Yeah, I think Rebus has a whole lot easier time getting Angela Hill down here than she did against Rodriguez, and it's going to save a lot of gas. I think she just works on the ground and probably gets a decision. Maybe she finishes late, but Angela Hill is really tough. Um, I, Rebus is, is going to win a decision. No, no way. Yeah, I think Rebus win more often than not, but – that was a eye-opening experience in her last fight. Just she was absolutely manhandled. And I know Angela Hill's not great, but she's usually going to drag you deep into fights, and she is going to compete. Like she's going to be on you. She's going to throw a lot. She's not going to hit you, hurt you. That's impossible for her. Um, she doesn't. She doesn't know that's part of the sport. Uh, just complaining and stuff like that is really where she shines. Um, but I, I think she's tough enough and, you know, I, I don't know if Rebus can get a finish and, and who knows. So I'm going to pass this fight and pick Rebus. Brad, do you have anything to add now? Um, Angela Hill by TKO plus 700 because Rebus is, even though Hill doesn't hurt anybody, Rebus is chinny as fuck. Um, and there's, there's people on Twitter that try and defend her because she's pretty. Um, but she yeah. is extremely chinny, um, about as chinny as she is pretty. So, yeah, I was doing a good, good bit of studying before the fight. Um, <laughs> I'm big in tape study. All right, uh, great fight here. Uh, we 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 did it. We we made it Yay. after how many fights? All right, it was through seven fights. We finally got the first good fight on the card. We did nice. it. And the next fight we get Delima versus Green, so it's really it's really a roller coaster right here. Uh, lightweight division: Carlos Diego Fajera versus Gregor Gillespie. And we'll break this down, but I have my doubts this fight happens. I, I don't know. There's there's something that tells me something bad's going to happen, but we'll break that out anyway. You, Sean? Gregor does does seem to have the jinx, so you you might be right there, Lance. Fights once a year. He's a part time fighter. He's got the gift, as yeah. one might say. The gift of lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think a bunch of us have been CDF fans for a while. I think we made some decent money on him uh, for a while. He was pretty pretty underrated. Um, that last fight. man, it was it was pretty eye opening that last fight. I, I had bet him against Dariush. I thought his takedown defense would improve since the last time they fought, and it it just didn't. He got controlled. Um, and if Gregor fights smart, it should go close to the same way. Uh, obviously, Darius has better jiu-jitsu than, than Gillespie, but Gillespie should have pretty good top control. I just don't see CDF stuffing takedowns from, from Gregor. Um, I just think it's going to be bad news. It's going to be a, a wrestle fest, and CDF is tough. I know, I know Gregor gets a ton of finishes, but CDF is tough. I think he can kind of hold his own on his ground and on the ground and not get uh, take too much damage from from Gregor. Uh, but I like Gregor here. I'm gonna put him in a in a small parlay. Wes, yeah, I don't, I don't have too much to, to add to that. Um, uh, I will say, yeah, C, CDF, long time man, just very underrated and made a ton of money on that dude. Um, I, I just think he's getting a, a little old at this point uh, for this division. It, it, getting down at these weight classes, man, when you get up 36, 37. Um, and, man, 
we, we saw Dariush, um, just the, the easy takedowns, man. Gregor's going to get takedown too. Uh, CBF is not pulling off some Kevin Lee type one kick, one punch knockout on Gregor. It's just not going to happen. Um, I like that Gregor got the time off. That's always good. Uh, for me, when, when, when guys take those kind of knockouts, so I think he's fresh here and he's just gonna, he's gonna wrestle all over CBF and, uh, He's a parlay piece for me. Brett? Yeah, I mean, Gregor went fishing. He revived his soul. You know, it, it, it's good for you. Uh, and now he's back, and they basically gave him the blueprint of how to beat the guy that he's facing in the fight that that dude just had. Uh, Dariush took CDF down a lot. He was able to control him from top position, he got clipped in that fight, um, but he's Darius is much more of a wild man these days than, than Gregor is. So I, I think Gregor's going to be smarter on the feet. He's probably not going to clip, going to get clipped. That's the only like potential worry that I have in this spot, but it, it's not really a worry to me. I don't think that Gregor's going to be able to just like dominate him and smash him with position like he's been able to do against most of the guys in his UFC career. So I, I think Gregor kind of cruises to a decision in this one so uh, i've got him and you know we've mentioned rumble a couple times he's facing some guy i've, I've never heard of the guy i haven't even looked him up uh, but gregor and rumble is minus 108 and i played that for a little bit yeah i like gregor here um there's a little scary things here which i think are into the line um at only minus 175 if you look straight skill sets i think you're looking probably more minus 300 but um CDF does have a great ground game, great jujitsu. Um, I think there could be some possible scary moments. I don't know. I just kind of picture Greg Gore doing something stupid by chance. Um, I think I'm not worried about a knockout. I'd be worried about him getting submitted. Uh, maybe some kind of takedown gets his head stuck, guillotine, that kind of thing um, is what I would most worry about versus some kind of, um, you know, crazy knockout or anything like that. I think, you know, Greg Gore got knocked out and he's a wrestler. I think he's going to wrestle even more. And, I don't think he was one of those wrestlers who fell in love with his striking. I just feel like he, he got caught early in a fight with Kevin Lee and a perfect head kick, and it happened. Um, I think more often than not, Gregor beats Kevin Lee. Uh, I think that was more of the, you know, a 10 to 20% chance of happening, and it happened. Um, shit happens in MMA. I think in this fight, he's going to be smart. He's going to take him down. Uh, I hope he doesn't just sit in guard too much. I'd rather him sit in half guard uh, <laughs> just to, you know, make me feel a little bit better. Uh, but I do think Gregor gets on top, beats him up. Wouldn't be completely shocked uh, if he gets a late finish in this one. He he puts pressure on guys. He does not give guys a second to rest. CDF doesn't have the best gas tank I've ever seen, and Gregor's ground and pound is is pretty underrated. Um, he's he's vicious on top. He's he's not a guy who's gonna lay on you and John fits you. Like he's gonna throw. He's gonna try to get you out of there. And I think Gregor's just uh, the better guy at this point. And I think at minus one seventy five or so, I think it's definitely worthy of a parlay piece. Wait, All right, and then. And then we go to the best fight on the card. Marcos Rogeria de Lima versus the crochet <laughs> boss Maurice Green. New Sean? Uh, Maurice Green is fucking horrible. What? He is a pure He's a well-rounded fade. man. He is. Absolutely pure fade on de Lima. De Lima has won 13 of his 17 fights in the first round. Pretty much, if 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 you can w- withstand the first round from Delima, 
you're going to be okay because he doesn't really want to fight anymore. Seems like a lot of work when you can just, you know, either finish the guy right away or just, you know, give up and then fight again. Makes more money. No sense in getting too hurt. No sense in getting too gassed. Let's just get it over with. Um, the first round is going to be sketchy. Marie's Green can be hit and Delima probably will hit him, but hopefully, uh, Green survives, and then Galima does what he does best, and that's quit when he uh, he can't finish a guy. So I took Green inside at plus 300. I uh, got a unit on that. Big quitter. Top of the line quitter. Wes? Yeah, I mean, you talk about a well-rounded man. I mean, still seeing Maurice Green on, on the Ultimate Fighter. Literally smoking Virginia Slims and, and crocheting and then going in there and knocking guys out. With just some of the best shit they've done on Some of the best shit they've done on Tough in a while. Um, yeah, I mean, Sean hit everything here. If, if you like, uh, Delima, you're, you're thinking he gets screwed out of there. Cause if he doesn't, um, we know what this, what Delima does. So, uh, I, I like uh, I like green here, man. I've, I've I've probably lost more money on green at this point, but I think I've bet uh, bet him almost every time. Uh, you always get a big line, so um, I, I do like the inside the distance. It's still around plus three hundred on bet online, and I'll probably take a little bit straight too. Um, but him him and inside the distance, um, I'll, I'll get a little bit of that. Brad. So Maurice Green is so bad that Lance and I, one of the four losses in the history of Munich, um, seven eighteen and four at this point, I believe is the uh, is the record. Johnny was <laughs> yeah was was John Volante. So I was on Maurice there. Was one of the ones I <laughs> yeah, and That's you're. Your yeah. asshole lost about. Oh, 10 it was years. done. Oh, he was done. That fight was over. <laughs> that was like Sean um, and him betting fucking uh uh who is it over him all the time. Like the dude's got it till he doesn't. You know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's what we're talking about with Maurice Green. That said, he's gonna win this fight. Like maybe. Delima, like I, I don't know what's going on in this card, man. Like his name is Lima. That's a type of bean. He gets real gassy. There's a bunch of guys that follow that trend in this card. I'm not sure if it's like contagious or what's happening. COVID twenty, but <laughs> exactly. Um, he, he's got a chance to win. Delima's got a chance to win this fight in the first round. If he doesn't, he is screwed. Uh, he might gas and quit in the first round. He'll probably gas and quit in the second round, and there is a very small possibility that he will gas and somehow survive the second round and make it to the third round before he quits. But at some point in this fight, whether it's standing, whether he's on top, whether he gets taken down, he is going to quit. That is what this dude has done his entire career. And, man, we're getting plus 300 on this guy quitting. Plus 1,100 on green in round two because bet 365, 
is a gift <laughs> and plus 2500 on round three like i i had to take little sprinkles on all of those but but the big one is maurice green inside the distance plus 300 uh money line as well for some reason because i'm dumb and the money line here is inside the distance but maurice green i i, I never thought in my life i'd be betting this guy and somehow and here we are everybody yeah. wants to fight yeah, I think this is like literally the only guy in the UFC that I could pick Maurice Green in, in a bet. And I think the the best part about Delima is I, no one quits more obvious than him. And it's not even <laughs> just gassing. It's like as soon as he feels like he's gonna lose, that's it. Like he, I, he quit without without gassing. It's just like he gets hit with a jab and he's like, "Whoa, that was clean." <laughs> just kind of tips over and like he he just so blatantly quits and green green's a tough-ish guy like yeah, he's he he's not skilled very little skill i remember when you when you look up his like wikipedia and it's going through his stuff um it's like kickboxing he was in glory where he amassed a one in three record like <laughs> like it's, he's not good at really anything but his his sub game is okay when he gets on top and Delima is, if he doesn't get a finish in the first three minutes, is going to gas, and then he's going to quit. So the second Maurice Green gets a takedown, it's over. He will take him down. Like, Lima always gets taken down where it's like, shoots a takedown. It's almost like he rolls to his stomach on takedowns, where it's like, guy shoots a regular double leg, and instead of, like, you know, going to your back, he, like, he immediately goes to his stomach so he can give up his back sooner. So it's just a quicker route. He's just to got a tap. great wrestling background, Lance. He, he doesn't <laughs> yeah. want to give up those exposed yeah. shoulder points. <laughs> yeah, I would be so bad uh, at that part. I, I would. I don't think I could change myself. Like, <laughs> but he immediately goes to his back, and then he he tries to get choked out, and that's what he does. And plus three hundred on you know green inside the distance is is a, it's a must play. I, I don't know how you don't minutes. play this this line. So that is Munich. Munich. So another Munich winner coming. All right. And then we go, uh, welterweight division, Neil Magny taking on G off Neil. New show. <laughs> Neil Magny has, uh, has done really well in his UFC career when he comes forward, uh, when he can put a pace on, on fighters and, and use his jab. He, he struggles when guys do the opposite and are able to pressure him. Usually that involves wrestling. Uh, in this case, obviously Jeff Neal's not going to be looking to wrestle um, Neil Magny, but I do believe he will be coming forward in this fight a lot like when he when Neil Magny fought uh, Ponzinibbio. Um, Jeff Neal is very good. He's got big big power in his hands. I know that fight against uh, uh, Stephen Thompson was was pretty disappointing for him, but I think that's just a bad stylistic matchup. Thompson. Is is a tough tough code to crack uh, for a lot of guys. Um, I, I like Jeff Neal here. Magny does tend to overcome and and fight better than he should in in a lot of situations. We might get Magny on Saturday. It is definite a definite a decent possibility, but I, I still think Jeff Neal is very very good. Has big power, and he is going to be able to take out Neil Magny. Wes? Yeah, I don't have uh, too much to add. Um, I, 
Sean's right about the the Thompson fight. I mean that that was just a bad bad matchup for Jeff Neal and Stephen Thompson's going to do that. Coming off almost bad. dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know that on that night you could see. I mean, Stephen Thompson would have beat a lot of guys that night. He he was just on man. That, that was a great performance by him. Um, Magny's not that guy, and I, I just I don't. I don't see Magny bodying up Jeff. I just don't think it's going to last like that. Jeff Neal's going to throw some smoke, and I, I think Magny's going to get get out of there, man. Uh, I, I like Neal in this fight. I, I think he smokes Magny myself. Um, will I get Magny? Maybe. Um, the I think people that are fans of that Magny though like a little more than plus one sixty, one sixty five usually against a guy like Jeff Neal. Um, so I think the nil price is kind of low, and it's going down. Uh, there is people thinking that Magnin is going to happen. I don't think so. I think Jeff Neil smokes him, and uh, he's a part of this one. Brad? Yeah, I'm I, not sure I've ever bet – oh, sorry, I, I lied. I, I have bet Neil Magny as a favorite once. I, I bet him against Tony Martin, uh, the funny man. Um, that's Which the only time – kind of sketchy. It, but he won. He, he yeah. magnied him. Um, you know, he, he got it done. But there are two ways that you beat Neil Magny. One is you grapple the shit out of him. And I, I think we were on Kiesa in his last fight. Uh, and, and Kiesa grappled the shit out of him. Uh, Dos Anjos grappled the shit out of him. Uh, Demi and Maya grappled the shit out of him. The other way to beat Neil Magny is he's got these little ass chicken legs and you can bust up those chicken legs. And then once he can't move anymore, you knock him out. Uh, Larkin did that. Ponzinibbio did that. Can Jeff Neal do that? Jeff Neal doesn't throw leg kicks. Jeff Neal has never thrown leg kicks. Uh, Jeff Neal is going to watch Magny dance around him. Magny's going to throw jabs from 17 feet away like Dalsim, and then he's going to close the distance. I don't even know if he's going to get Jeff Neal down. Uh, I, he's not a great wrestler. Neal's got good takedown defense, but I do know that Neil Magny can hold Jeff Neal in the clinch and throw knees to his thighs and knees to his gut and you know shoulder strikes and all sorts of bullshit to, to stall this fight out and really make it a true Magni Medov performance. Um, but man, I, I think that, I think, I think Neil Magni gets it done. Uh, I'm on an Island here. I'm on an Island, but this is a true Magni Medov performance. He doesn't have any chance of finishing, finishing this fight. Uh, but I think he could certainly, win a very boring decision just by being super long, closing the distance, getting into the clinch, doing work in there, maybe getting a takedown or two, not really holding Neil down, Jeff Neil, that is. Um, but Magni Medov, baby. I might be screaming it from my living room. Yeah, I don't agree with Brad. I, I think, you know, that last fight I think was – it was Wonder Boy being Wonder Boy. And I don't know if it's like the best he's ever looked, but he just confuses some guys. 
I think it's just a bit confusing. And I, I don't see Neil being the guy that's just backing up and letting Magny push him against the cage. And I think Neil is, is – he's a physical fighter. He's a strong fighter. I don't think he's going to have trouble reversing position on Magny against the cage. And if this was five rounds, I, I could I could understand your play a, a little bit more where Magny I does – understand it less. Magny seems like a gar- guy that has five-round cardio, but he does not. He always sucks in the fourth and fifth rounds. We've been over this. We were yeah, over I, it in the Kiesa fight. It was part of the reason we were on yeah. Kiesa. But no, he when he's in a five-round fight, he's facing someone really, really good. That's why he's <laughs> also losing those fights. And I, I, I just think in, I think Neil is going to be be able to keep him off the cage. I think he's going to be able to, you know, punch his way into this fight. And I think he is going to be aggressive with his, with his punches. I don't, I don't think he needs to land leg kicks. Magny is also hittable. You can hit Neil Magny if he's not clinching you against the cage. And I think Neil is recovered. I don't think he should have taken that fight against Wonder Boy. I don't think he was ready for that fight physically. And I think he is here. And I think he's going to, I think he's going to put on a show here. I think he's going to beat the shit out of Neil Magny. I don't know if he'll get a finish, but he is going to land and land and land. And, this he's he's too I think he's too strong for Magnin to do what Magnin does against the cage and I don't see that happening and I think the line is very playable and I like Jeff Neal here I I think in in three rounds I think he can definitely get a couple rounds or get a knockout here so I do like Jeff Neal and then we'll move on to the final fight of the card for everyone <laughs> um welterweight division Donald Cowboy Cerrone versus Alex Moreno to me, this this fight seems screams pass and live bet if you can. Uh, I know Lance is going to hate me for saying that. It always talks shit when I say it's a, it's a good live betting opportunity, but I, I do think it is. Um, I think Alex Morono is going to win the first round. Uh, Cerrone's a slow starter. He got the shit beat out of him by Nico Price in the first round. Morono doesn't have that good of offense, but... I mean, as we saw in, in Anthony Pettis fight, he, he can put a pace on guys and, and do all right early. The question is, how washed is Cowboy Cerrone? Because he did not look good against Nico Price. Um, like I said, there's diff, different offense between Nico Price and, and Alex Morono, but <laughs> it's still very concerning how, how hittable he was in that fight. Um, I'll pick Cowboy to, to win after losing the first round. Hopefully I get a nice plus number and then I'll take it. I, I won't trust him pre-fight at, at the juice number that it's at right now. Wes? Yeah, I, I like Cowboy here and like Morono is no Nico Price. Like he he is not good, man. Uh, yeah, Cowboy's getting old, and he's he's probably on the other side of Washington, you know, before. But um, man, Morono's also taking this fight on on like five days' notice. The the dude's he's built like a marshmallow, man. Like, come on, dude. Uh, I, I think Cerrone. I don't want to say he looks great here or anything. He's he's still old and, and, and getting about done. But, I mean, if there was ever a guy they could have brought in for him to have a really good chance of getting a win here, it's it's this dude. So, um, actually, I got some minus 130 on Cowboy yesterday. Um, it's getting to the part now to where I'd be a 
a whole lot more iffy of playing it. I probably wouldn't be laying minus 200 on Cowboy here, which is, it's getting there uh, fairly quickly. So uh, definitely a pick for me. And I, I think he wins here. I don't want to say easily, but man, this is about the best guy they could have lined up for him in this situation. Brad? Yeah, I agree with, with everybody else. On a week's notice or whatever it was. So before we get into the, the fight breakdown here, for everyone that wants to feel sorry for Diego Sanchez because he's you know involved with some cult leader or whatever this dude is. I don't I don't know who Josh Fabia is. I've never read anything about him or listened to anything he said because I'm not an idiot. Um, but Diego Sanchez has been an absolute psycho for more than a decade. This is the dude that was out here doing yes cartwheels uh, before he got smashed he by was with Tony Robbins or, and shit. Yeah, the cross. <laughs> Gary yeah. the cross. Yeah, he was, he was <laughs> doing shit with like Tony Robbins and shit like a decade ago. This this has never been a a mentally stable human, I don't think. Um, so I I don't feel sorry for him about the the Fabia situation. Josh Fabia didn't make him go crazy. Diego Diego has always been crazy. That's who he is. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, it just makes it of, more more visible. <laughs> yeah, Fabia is just much more of an asshole than Diego is. That, that's the difference between the two. Uh, but in terms of this fight, we saw Alex Morono not do well striking with Donald Cerrone. Or it was striking with Anthony Pettis. We saw Donald Cerrone be competitive striking with Pettis. He, he lost that fight, uh, but he was much more competitive than Alex Morono was in the striking. Alex Morono was starting to get pieced up by uh, the rice maker, Reese McKee, uh, it, before that dude lost his mouthpiece under the ring for like 17 minutes in that fight, if you if you remember that shit. So uh, I think that Cerrone pieces this dude up on the feet, and Morono doesn't like to go for takedowns. Uh, he, like, he thinks that he can come forward and throw and get it done. But Cerrone's actually got the wrestling advantage here. And apparently Morono's a black belt. But I think if this turns into prolonged grappling exchanges, that's in Cerrone's favor as well. So if you've got the minus 130 on Cerrone in this spot, that is a great bet. Uh, Obviously, that's long gone at this point. Uh, But I kind of think that they've done Cerrone a bit of a favor here. They don't do a lot of those in terms of UFC matchmaking. But I, I think this is... Uh, a pretty decent mismatch in terms of skill. And Morono does not have the physicality like someone like Nico Price to, to bridge that gap and make it a dangerous fight for Cerrone. So I like Cerrone here. Uh, I think you can probably parlay him at this point if you want. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he got a finish, uh, but but I think more it's just Cerrone money line. Yeah, I I get it. Everything you guys said is true. Cowboy also hasn't won a fight in so, so long, and he is old as shit. He's been through more wars than anyone, I mean, at this point. The guy's just been fighting in his style, and you know, his his offense still seems to be okay. His defense is not great. His chin is not great. 
I know Morono is not this big striker or anything crazy, but he does push forward. He does, you know, move forward. I think the the week's notice is a big a big factor on this with Morono possibly gassing out. Um, I, I still do lean Cowboy. It's just it's tough, man. Like I think we've all been bit lately the last couple of years on on Cowboy and fights that he probably should win that he doesn't win. I mean, look at look at what Pettis just did. You know, like that's who Cowboy just got got beat by. And and you look at the Clay Collar fight versus Pettis, just absolutely manhandling him. And we saw what Pettis pro, was doing. It's a pro boxing you're talking about, though, dog. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know. I think Cowboy's washed. I mean, he's he's on the other side. But this is a style matchup where he can win. But it's hard for me to put faith in a guy like Cowboy when he's at, you know, very end of his career. And we want to keep thinking he's there. Like, we want to think he's still got something left. He just hasn't shown much outside of a few flashes, which he did show in the Nico Price fight. There, there was a couple flashes there against a, a scary finisher like him, which Murano is not. So I do lean Cowboy in this. I, I did like him a lot more at minus 130 versus minus 185 or minus 170 where it's at now. But it's it's still a scary fight, regardless of skills and everything else. When you're betting on a guy this washed, he can lose to Alex Morano, and it would not shock us. So if you're saying, you know, if we're going to bet on a guy that's like minus 180 in a fight, it wouldn't shock us if he lost. I, I don't know. I, I don't think how I don't know how you could be shocked uh, with a Cowboy loss at this point in his career. But style matchup, it's very, very tempting to bet Cowboy in this fight. All right. Um, I got nothing to say uh, on the main event beside what's already been said. Um a travesty this being the main event anyone have anything to add before we wrap probably going to decision which is the cherry on top i will be in bed i will hope i'll be watching canelo i'll be still in canelo (laughs) yeah i'm thinking about how i'm thinking about how boy how cowboy is uh so worst that he should have been (laughs) munich that's some bratwurst so there baby (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, all right. We on good? On the plus side, do you know what ha- what is going on next weekend? It's time, baby. It is. It's. is. I'm nervous already. On Crown King. Um, I'm going to be a wreck <laughs> during that fight. This is, this is 10 are. years of fandom and roller coaster and arguing that he's not a quitter for so long. <laughs> Um, I, I can't tell you how you have argued with, uh, and I think Wes as well was on the, I think Wes was in the do Bronx as a quitter train no. for a while. Oh, hell no. I've, I've actually defended. Uh, it was one Bronx. of you guys. Wasn't, wasn't me. I don't think so. Maybe, maybe it was, uh, maybe it was old Sean. Maybe it was baby Dick that used to always argue with me. That sounds more likely. Oh, no, you, I think I you mean, argued with Matt a lot too. Maddie. Um, yes. Yes. He, he said he was a quitter and shit. Cause of the whole, yeah. I've defended him for a long time. Yeah, he so tore his I'm off against in that one fight, man. Like, I was there. It was brutal. <laughs> he almost died. He almost yeah. died. Uh, no one's, no one's, no one's changed his career more than Dubronx might have ever seen. To becoming a quitter, to becoming one of the most feared fighters in the UFC, and I'll be a wreck during that fight um, for sure. Um, Pay per view is great. Even losing Edwards, uh, Nate, like that is a Who? just. Good point. Uh, that's an insanely good pay-per-view. You know, they, they don't save, put many of those save on. Save for one fight on the pay-per-view. Yeah, like, they got the – who is it? What is it again? Is it – Mook again. Mook again. 
the most boring <laughs> fighter in the UFC. It's like one of these That's, stands out. It's the pay-per-view nice opener, they're, they're baby. giving us a piss break uh, uh, yeah. during the pay-per-view. You know, you've been drinking. Yeah. You're starting to watch these fights early. You need a break after ordering the pay-per-view. Ordering well, the pay-per-view. I'm going to be an emotional wreck just the whole time. Because I've said from the beginning, I think Chandler's the worst matchup for, for my guy. But I think any matchup is worse for the other guy. Um, so we'll see. So got to get through this week's card. I mean, what what a difference. We're going from Michelle Watterson versus some lady – uh, to do Bronx fighting one for- of the best fights you could make. In the yeah, so right now. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be phenomenal. Next Saturday, week from Saturday is gonna be hopefully one of the greatest days in UFC history. And then we're gonna get Glover winning the belt, and then we're gonna get the Black Beast becoming the heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> All right, cut him off. Yeah. Cut him off. <laughs> it's he got, lost us with that last one. Brad's That's with deep. me. It's the year of the anal cyst. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh my yeah. If, imagine, imagine me as a fan. If Glover, Dubronx, and the Black Beast champion, <laughs> you're annoying enough as it let's is. Just no, like not, get, never mind putting those no, three guys get, with the belts. Let's get two of those and have everybody be happy. How about that? Yeah, that works for me. I mean, I think I would take Black Beast over Glover. Fuck man, kick him off, cutting. Fuck Cut you, shit. Brad. Get I'm your not, boy. Imagine if the Black Beast became the heavyweight champion of the world. Oh, again in like five years because that's how shitty heavyweights is. Glover's time West, is now. What would West and New Sean do if the Black Beast beat Angano for the heavyweight champion? That would be the end of them. <laughs> West would we be done. He'd never watch that. the sport again. <laughs> yes, but anyway, by heavyweight MMA yeah. a lot, so it would be yeah, par for that, the course. Out there with Jockley and heavyweight. Hey, he's one and zero. It's one and over. We didn't break them down this week because we never break them down. Uh, but honestly, the Bellator and PFL cards are probably on par with this week's UFC card. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Combine them, it's probably yeah, a better. There, there's yeah. gonna be some fun yeah. like fucking Rumble. card stopping going on. It's gonna be really Rumble. Weird. I love Archuleta um, this weekend. He's only like minus one sixty five versus Shitty Pettis. That's not too bad. I, I'm think, probably going to bet Derek Anderson against Michael Page. I am. I'm taking. I'm taking a little of that for sure. Two is, to one. Absolutely. Is, is everyone on Earth going to take the Archuleta Rumble Johnson parlay at like minus one ten? Hell yeah! I'm, told you. I'm I'm doing Gregor in Rumble at uh, at minus one oh eight. It's even you better. Got, you got Patricky. I mean, this not it's not that not too bad. And then we got all right. the PFL with, uh, card real bad. Larkin is fighting <laughs> Carvalho. Yeah, PFL is not good, but I just wanted to point it out because the UFC has Maurice Green and Rogerio de Lima on their main card. And I've PFL has Fabricio Verdum. But outside of Ver- Verdum, I don't think I know any of the humans – on that card, that the PFL card, the first two PFL cards were fun. This card is a disaster. Come on, Lance, yeah. you don't you don't know who Cindy Dandois is? Dude, we have to watch like <laughs> that's, the ba- that's the battle axe, baby. Dude, we have to watch four women's fights at one fifty five to get to Fabricio Verdum. Larissa Pacheco, <laughs> that's the, that's a UFC vet right there. Only fan star Cindy Dandois, you know it's a yeah. big card. It's a big She's card. a trailblazer in the, fat in the only fans on, on women's oh, MMA shit. community. Oh, we got Justin Willis on that card. He, no, he got pulled today. That fight's can't. That oh, fight was 
What what fight? I was, was going to bet him as an underdog. Willis got canceled. Oh man, I was too. I was going to take a little of that plus money. Damn. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's, that fight, he got medically disqualified. I don't, something happened. The guy's facing somebody TVs, else. Now, but that's what happened. Yeah, yeah too big. <laughs> um, all right, well, we appreciate it. Everyone enjoy the fights this week. We'll be back next week to break down the New Bronx title fight and the card that's awesome coming next week. So we appreciate you sticking through us with this card. I know it's terrible, but enjoy the fights. Good luck this weekend, and we'll see you next week.